Hello, everyone, and welcome to the third episode of the DCL Dude Podcast. Again, my name is Wes, and I am joined on this episode by my wife, Alyssa. Hello. And we will be recapping our recent four-night Bahamian Halloween on the High Seas cruise on the Disney Dream that we just got back from uh, about two weeks ago. And we're going to pick up on this episode where we left off in episode two, which was our recap of our stay at the Walt Disney World Resort and the few, the couple parks that we went to. And I just wanted to start there because I wanted to mention a couple things about the Disney Cruise Line ground transfers. Um, our trip started very early that day. Our bags had to be by the door for an 8 a.m. pickup by the uh, Disney Cruise Line ground transfer um, cast members. And they uh, were very prompt. They were there right at 8 o'clock. And I just wanted to mention that you, when you're getting ready to, to leave for the ship, you want to make sure you pack a day bag with some things that you're going to want for the day because you may not see your bags again. Uh, until later that evening, maybe even before dinner. Um, one thing I would remember to pack in that in your day bag is a bathing suit because um, mo- there's a lot of people who get right on the ship and go right to the aqueduct or the pools and just try to take advantage of that. Um, it's almost like a bonus day on the cruise ship. If you get on earlier, you can really make a whole afternoon of it, but you may not get your bag until dinner. So um, it's good to have a bathing suit in there and maybe even a change of clothes if just in case your bag does not get there if you have the um, early seating for dinner. Yeah, you mentioned uh, it essentially being a bonus day if you get there early, which is another thing I wanted to uh, bring up about the Disney Cruise Line ground transfers is if you are arranging your own transportation, you can sort of set your own schedule and you can arrive at the port whenever you want. But if you have ground transfers, you're sort of at the mercy of when they're going to pick you up. And if you are like us and like to get to the port early and get on the on the ship early, um, you might want to think about making arrangements for another uh, mode of transportation because we, I don't think we got there until close to one o'clock. They picked us up about 1130 and then it took about an hour to an hour and 15 minutes to get from the resort to the port. So if you are wanting to be one of the first ones on the ship, you definitely want to probably arrange separate transportation. Which is worth doing because if you are on early enough, um, lunch is being served, everything is open. I mean, you can use all the the water slides and the pools and everything. So it is worth it to get on early. Definitely. One of the things, though, that is nice about have being picked up in the uh, in the lobby of the resort is we we went down a little bit early and had the opportunity to check out the the gift shop at the the Animal Kingdom Jumbo House, which is called the I think it's called the Zawadi Marketplace and it's kind of a favorite activity of ours to check out the resort gift shops. We always like the the merchandise that sort of uniquely branded for the resort and I think the the Animal Kingdom ones are especially cool because. They're, I mean, they're all animal themed. and Yeah, they have a lot of stuff you can't find at the other shops. Once you get to Port Canaveral, the it's pretty seamless, the check-in process and, and everything. They, they pretty much have it down to a science inside. Once you get inside, I mean, they have uh, the lines are all set up well and easy to easy to locate which line you're supposed to be standing in. And they have plenty of desks where you can check in and um it's there's a lot of people in there but it doesn't feel crowded and they really get you in and out pretty quickly it was very organized um unlike when we cruised out of puerto rico a couple years ago we were in a big messy crowded line for i think several hours um and it was hot and exhausting and this was very quick and air-conditioned and much much smoother. Yeah, anytime you are in Port Canaveral, which is Disney's home port, it's a little bit more chaotic and 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 uh, less seamless. 
does take you a little bit longer to get onto the ship. So it's always nice sailing out of Port Canaveral. And I think from the time we walked off the bus to boarding the ship was probably less than 20 minutes. So it, uh, they get you, they get you through there pretty quickly. Another thing I wanted to mention about check-in is when we had done our online check-in a few months before our sailing, we signed our son up for the Oceaneer Club and the Oceaneer Lab, uh, which we had never done before because we had never uh, had a child old enough to to visit those spaces. So when we were at the desk uh, checking in, they 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 gave us a an Oceaneer band, um, which was really cool. It had Mickey on it. And he was dressed up in a sailor's outfit and it had the Disney Cruise Line logo on it. Um, and it, what it was is essentially just a magic band uh, that he would wear on his wrist that would check him in and out of the the Oceaneer Club or the Oceaneer Lab. And um, I was really jealous of it because it, it's it's a really awesome magic band. And if you swap out the, the puck on the Oceaneer band and put in a, a, a regular Walt Disney World magic band puck, you can just wear it as a magic band. So I, I wanted them to just give me the magic band, but they immediately pulled the, the toddler insert out of the 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 middle of it and, and put it on his wrist, which I was pretty bummed about. So maybe next time I'll try to have them just give us the magic band as it is so that I can keep it for myself because I, I thought it was really cool. I honestly wish that the whole cruise line would run on uh... – magic bands instead just of the, give them for everyone yeah instead yeah. of the room cards because they're so much easier to carry around and have on you all the time right it's so much easier just to have it on your wrist rather than have to you know worry about carrying your your key to the world around and and trying to fish it out when you need it um but one of the interesting was and what we didn't know beforehand was that they actually charge you for the band which we weren't expecting uh until we got our bill at the very end we saw that it was on there. I I can't remember what the exact cost was. Um, it I think it was ended up being like less than ten dollars, so it wasn't uh, crazy. But it would have been nice if they had mentioned that. And and I think someone I think I heard that you have the option to return it. But you know, for for that price, we we decided to hang on to it because we liked it and figured William could probably use it on a future cruise, if not in the parks in the future as well. Once we boarded the ship, the the first stop for us is always Cabanas for the buffet lunch, and we like to go find a spot up on uh, on the back deck and kind of get our food and just eat out there, enjoy the the warm weather and being in the sun. And on this particular day, I think because we had gotten there so late and um, it was kind of a late lunch, it wasn't as crowded, and we didn't really have any trouble finding finding a spot to eat. So. We sat down and ate our lunch and then headed to our staterooms because uh, we had gotten on so late that our, our rooms were already ready. I think when we were checking in, they said probably around 2.30 they would be ready. So we, we headed there and and got to check out the rooms. And when we first walked in, the very first thing I noticed was that there was no red pillow on the bed. Um and I, I was thinking maybe we were just unlucky, but I have since found out that they've actually been removed from all the staterooms across the fleet, which I'm pretty bummed about. What does it say on it? A dream is a wish your heart makes? Yeah. Yeah, those are cute. Yeah. Yeah, I, we really like those pillows. And we've talked, well, I think on every cruise we've been on, we've talked about buying one for the house, but... Every time we get to the gift shop and see the the price tag on them, we always. <laughs> I think just, they're at least a hundred dollars. Yeah, I think we always say maybe next time we'll do it. So, we did see them in the uh, merchandise shop again on this cruise, didn't we? I think so. Yeah. After we kind of checked out the room, the next thing we did was to head back to check out our veranda, which was really awesome. Uh, our stateroom was in the back of the ship, in the center of the ship. And it was an oversized veranda. There were lounge chairs that you could, um, you know, the ones that, that lay back and you can lounge all the way on. Just tons of space. It was really awesome. Um, and we like to spend, Alyssa and I like to spend a lot of time on the veranda, like at, at nights after we put the kids to bed, just kind of hang out out there and, and listen to the, the ocean. 
Um, so it was it was nice to have a, a space that felt you know big and private and. It was awesome. Um, we've had verandas before, and they were on the side of the ship where they're private because the, there are walls on both sides of you so you don't see the people next to you but you can tell there are verandas next to you but um this time being on the end of the ship it was so private um you couldn't see the verandas on either side of you you're just facing out into the ocean and um just felt totally isolated which is so awesome and it was also big enough i mean our son could run circles out there he we played out there a lot and there's just just tons of room it was great yeah it felt like it was almost half the size of the actual stateroom so it was really cool we're usually not too picky about the specific rooms within a uh, particular category but i think we would definitely intentionally book this specific room again we really we really enjoyed it after the after we checked out the stateroom, I wanted to go check out the open house at the the Oceaneer Club and the Oceaneer Lab. They always do an open house on the first day of the the sailings, um, where the parents are allowed to go in and tour the tour the space. So that was something that I wanted to do. And just having never had a child old enough to attend uh, the Oceaneer Club or the Oceaneer Lab, I had never had a reason to go into the space. But since this was our first time and and we now had a, a child who was old enough to to visit them we wanted to um check him out talk to the cast members and, and really just be assured that it would be safe to drop off our our three-year-old if we ever chose to um but the the spaces are really awesome our son really loved them and i think the the highlight for him was the hand washing stations right as you right as you enter the 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 club those are awesome. Um, I, I think the whole ship should copy that idea and put them in all the bathrooms or maybe public bathrooms everywhere should have the hand washing stations they had in the kids club. They were really cool and like almost futuristic. Um, they basically it was two holes that you stick your hands in and it automatically just starts and the soapy water starts swirling around your hands and there's a little screen that says washing um, keep your hands in or something like that. And then it turns to clean water and it rinses your hands off. Um, and then the water event and it's on a timer and then it just says stop and you pull your hands out. Um, and then there's paper towels right there. And William loved it. So as soon as he pulled his hands out, he stuck them right back in and probably did it 10 times in a row. It was probably the, the cleanest his hands have ever been in oh, his life. Definitely. He, uh, <laughs> he couldn't get enough of the hand washing stations. So once we got past the, the awe that was the the hand washers. Uh, we made it into the spaces, and it's really cool. I mean, they have a ton of different um, things that the kids can do. So we walked in, and there was the the ship steering steering simulation where you essentially got to be at the helm of uh, of a ship that you choose. Um, so there are different ships that you could choose from, including the Disney Dream, and you could pull them in and out of port, and you can race other ships and. It looked like a lot of fun. He he sat down and was steering a little bit, but I don't think he really understood uh, the concept of it. No, there were some older kids who were definitely appreciating it, though. Yeah. So we made our way through the rest of the the space. There's some there's a classroom type area where they do arts and crafts. Um, an area called Pixie Hollow, which is looks like a a space under a tree and in a forest and they have uh, craft projects there and tablets that the kids can play on. Um, and then I think William's favorite space was, was Andy's room. Uh, they have a bunch of, of life size toy story characters that you can run around on, run around in and, and climb on. And um, he really liked that area. It was cool. It looks exactly like out of the movie. There's a um, slinky dog tunnel you can crawl through and, the RC race car you can sit in and drive. It's really fun. Yeah. He couldn't get enough of that room. And then, of course, there's the, the Star Wars section where you can pilot the Millennium Falcon. And uh, I am slightly embarrassed to admit that I, I wanted to sit down and, and, and take a shot at it myself. But there were kids doing it and i didn't feel like uh <laughs> pushing them out of the way to get my turn so maybe maybe next time <laughs> um and then just to, to wrap up the tour there was a, a disney infinity section with video games and electronics that the kids could uh could could play on 
so all in all very cool cool place and and uh i think william would have loved to spend some time in there but we ultimately decided not to ever ever drop him off uh during this trip not because we didn't feel comfortable doing it but just um we were too busy doing other things being that it was a just a four-night cruise and we had two days in ports uh and a sea day where we were just doing other things as a family so maybe next time uh on a longer sailing or 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 when both he and his sister can go into go in together maybe we'll consider doing it then after we left the kids clubs we had some time a little bit of time to kill before the mustard drill started so we kind of walked through some of the spaces um on the ship uh the vista gallery we always like to visit we always go and find our our shutters um binder where they keep our photos and uh, just kind of walk around and check out the different spaces. And then, so after we did that, we returned to our stateroom and just awaited the ship's horn uh, to signal the start of the mustard drill, which we were very pleased to learn um, that our drill station was located inside uh, in Evolution. And it's so much better uh, having your mustard drill inside rather than <laughs> lining up out on deck four in the heat uh crammed together with 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 the other staterooms especially when you have two small children who who don't really want to be there yeah it was much easier to contain them inside yeah and it was nice it was nice being in the air conditioning and uh felt like it it went a lot quicker even though it probably didn't after the mustard drill which was relatively painless we uh we made our way up to the to deck 12 for the sail away deck party um we always like to watch watch it from deck 12 even though uh all the action kind of happens on deck 11 we like the vantage point from up on deck 12 feel like there's a good view of of everything that's going on but i mean if you want to get wild and crazy and go down and be part of the dance party then deck 11 is definitely the the place you want to be Deck 12 has a, it's a cool view. We get good videos and pictures from up there, kind of watching it from above and it's definitely less crowded, but um, yeah, you're not really a part of all the dancing. Yeah. And once the, the sail away party's over, we always like to just um, head to kind of the outside of the ship and, and watch us pull out, look for dolphins in the water, wave to the, the people on the pier as we, as we depart. After the sail away party, we we headed back to the room, hoping that our our luggage had made it uh, in time for us to change into our our dinner attire. And when we got back to the rooms, our bags were there waiting for us, which was really nice. Um, so we changed into our our dinner uh, clothes and and headed down to the Royal Court, which is that the main dining restaurant right off of the uh, the main lobby there on deck three we've always enjoyed the main dining experiences and i think we've always attended the the main dining on every cruise that we've been on oh no we certainly have never missed a meal well (laughs) definitely have never missed a meal but we always like doing the main the main dining rotations there's definitely other options you know cabanas is open during the dinner times you can get room service there's the the quick service options up on deck 11 and of course the uh the adult dining but we we like the the main dining experience and don't really have never seen a need not to go to one of them so now it's nice to be served yeah and and the wait staff always does a great job at catering to your different needs i know <laughs> having small children at dinner it's always can be a challenge so they ours did a great job with us at uh you know making sure they they moved quickly through the different uh courses yeah uh one night our three-year-old would decided he was only going to eat a hot dog that night and he did not want anything else that was offered and our waiter left the restaurant and went somewhere else in the ship. I don't know where he went. And he came back um, with a hot dog and we're like, wow, that's great service. Yeah. It's really cool how the, the wait staff gets to know you even in a short time period, like on a four night cruise, they really, um, they really get to know you and, and makes it a really personal experience for you. So I think that's the reason we've always gone to them is just, 
we just we just really like the experience so um if you haven't been on a cruise before your uh, waiter and assistant waiter um stay with you even when you switch restaurants you have the same wait staff to waiters every night and that, that follow you around and um they're always from cool places around the world and it's just and it's it's a lot of fun to get they get to know you and you get to yeah it's fun to it's fun to get to know from. them as well and kind of learn about uh, where they come from and 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 how they got to to where they are so that's always fun and uh after dinner uh that first night we we pre- we then went back to the the room to to prepare for the golden mickeys we we had a little bit of time to kill cuz they did get us um they did get us out of our dinner pretty quickly um so that was the first opportunity that we had to visit the merchandise shops which is always a a favorite pastime of ours just to visit the shops and i i think you have a recommendation as it relates to the merchandise shops yes we always visit it the first day we visit him every day but um we're always kind of like men taking mental notes on what we want to buy and we don't usually purchase until um closer to the end of the week but i noticed that they on the ship they don't really have um much to restock from so they do run out of sizes so i do think in the future i will definitely if i see something that i definitely know i want to get um definitely get it within the first few days we uh we hadn't seen the golden mickeys in a while but we both sort of it always makes us remember how much we like the show just because it has a bunch of the classic characters in it and a bunch of the classic songs that you like to sing along to and it's it's just a fun a fun show for all ages you know william really liked it and makes you want to sing like you're just riding alone in your car <laughs> right which could be encouraged they do they do say you can sing along that's, yeah that's right after the show we just headed back to the stateroom um to get ready for bed it was kind of a long day for the entire family and we would be visiting nassau in the bahamas the next day um and that morning I woke up before sunrise and, and was able to sneak out to the veranda and just to watch the sun come up, uh, as we approached Nassau. And, uh, so that was, that was fun. I like to get up and just spend some time out there, have some coffee on the veranda, which you can get upstairs just at the, the quick service areas. Um, so you don't need to, you know, visit a, a restaurant or anything to get coffee. Um, and after, after we pulled in, I headed over to the the Port Adventures desk to see if there was any availability uh, in a Port Adventure that we had been looking at prior to our departure. And usually we we try to book our our Port Adventures well in advance. But um, I I knew this particular one that we were looking at would most likely have availability. And since we typically you know don't get off in Nassau um, or I guess I should say we we kind of play it by ear how we feel when we arrive in Nassau. We kind of wanted to just see how we felt that day. So everyone was feeling up to it. So I went over to the Port Adventure desk to see if they had um, any availability uh, in the Port Adventure, which was a family beach day at Atlantis, and uh, which was essentially just gave access to all the facilities at Atlantis. Yeah, it's not the... Um water park or anything but you are able to use the casino and the aquariums and walk through their underground dig at atlantis um you can visit the towers um and the beach itself is just beautiful we were surprised to find that they had um the vendors walking around you know um trying to braid my hair and sell us jewelry and drinks and homemade dolls um which we were surprised about because it seemed like a much more private beach you wouldn't think that would be allowed but um yeah that was going on but it wasn't crowded and the water is that beautiful turquoise clear blue um and lounge chairs were included but we did have to pay 30 dollars for an umbrella which was necessary in that heat with no natural shades yeah so there's no natural shade it's definitely so you, worth you, it you pretty much had to to pay for the umbrella which that we were sort of led to believe that that was included in the the cost of the the port 
the the shore excursion but it was not and uh and yeah i think the the local vendors are just sort of an unavoidable uh thing at these beaches in the caribbean even though it was what we thought was a private beach but yes the water uh, was very pleasantly warm um we had a lot of fun uh, at the beach i think we probably spent i think we only spent about two hours at the actual beach um but we played in the water my son and i played in the water for most of the time uh and the waves were really powerful they were a lot of fun i thought at one point they were gonna (laughs) sweep sweep william away but um he he was really enjoying it and uh he loved it a lot of fun yeah so after after a few hours at the beach, we just headed off to check out the rest of the the grounds. We went to the aquariums and visited the open air marine exhibits where um, they have sharks. I mean, a lot, a ton of sharks, and I thought it was cool to see see all of them, um, watch them swim around. And our our son liked running from exhibit to exhibit, kind of following them around. They had these huge rays, which were cool as well. So we we enjoyed looking. Uh, at the different aquariums then we we walked through the the big dig briefly um just to pass some more time and then and then headed back to uh the drop-off area to to get a bus which was nice because they um had buses that were circulating every 30 minutes so if you didn't want to stay for the full allotted five hours you could kind of return back to the ship whenever you whenever you wanted to yeah, we didn't even really need to wait. It was there within a few minutes of heading up to the lobby. Yeah, it was nice. And then, of course, once you get back to the gangway, uh, back at the at the at the dock, they uh, have cold towels and and flavored water there waiting for you, which always feels so nice when you're coming back to the ship on a hot day, especially the cold towels. I love I love the cold towels. It always feels like just what you need after you after you've spent uh, time out in the sun. Once we got back on board, uh, Alyssa and the kids headed to the pool deck, and I went back to the stateroom just to drop our stuff off. And I went back. I went up to deck eleven to join them uh, at Nemo's Reef, which is the splash pad up there. But I. As soon as I had arrived, I realized that they were shutting it down um, to clean it because of some um, toddler discharge, if you will. (laughs) (laughs) That happened uh, several times, actually, while we were on the ship. And it's pretty frustrating when a three-year-old's running around having a great time. And then all of a sudden, they're like, everybody out. So, parents, put swim diapers on your toddlers because you're going to ruin the day for every other toddler on the show it is it is frustrating and and i get that you know accidents happen and but it's just it's it's too bad that they have to completely shut down the area while they apply the chemicals and they tell you that uh, they have to set for three hours and they literally power wash pretty much every square foot of the play area so um it's 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 a bummer when they have to do that Since Nemo's Reef was closed for for sterilization, we we decided to just return to the stateroom to get our uh, to get our costumes because the 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 Halloween dance party and trick or treating was about to start, and uh, we, we <laughs> it came as sort of a surprise to us that the the festivities were going on outside. They 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 were on deck eleven and deck twelve. We kind of had planned on them being inside. I don't know why. Um, just sort of was kind of the thought that we had that they would be inside. But anyway, the the dance party happens on deck eleven, and it's kind of cool because the the characters are out. They have their their costumes on, and typically, you know, with the sail away party, the the characters are up on the stage, but they actually come out and and interact in the crowd a little bit more during this during the Halloween party. And they have they get up on these sort of pedestals and they dance with the crowd, so that was kind of cool. And then they have these candy stations that are set up throughout deck or you know around the pool area on deck eleven, and then up above on deck twelve. And but the the candy stations, I, there's just not enough of them. It feels like there's 
they're it's very crowded and and when you go to a candy station you can see the line and then you follow the, try to follow the line to the back of the line and it just felt like <laughs> you could never find the back of the line so um we ended up well, we we looked up on deck twelve and and realized that the lines were a little bit shorter on deck twelve. So we uh, we headed up there and were able to to get some candy up there. But we didn't spend a whole lot of time at the party. Um, it was really hot. Our costumes were um, more more tailored for <laughs> for being indoors in the air conditioning. But um, luckily, the the parties don't last that long. Probably because they're outside. So after the Halloween party and trick-or-treating, we headed straight to dinner in our costumes, which um, dinner was in Animator's Palette that night. And we mentioned earlier that the waiters, the waitstaff really get to know you. We uh, On the first night, um, we had mentioned to them that we were bringing baby food to the dinner with us. Um, every or We were planning to bring baby food with us, and, and our waiter told us that that was silly and that he would he would make baby food for us. Yeah, it was awesome. We got to dinner and he came out with a three-course meal for our seven-month-old <laughs> of um, pureed food. It was uh, pureed apples, so basically homemade applesauce, and then um, pureed carrots and broccoli, and then pureed chicken, which was kind of a gross, <laughs> sticky paste. Um, but it was so thoughtful and, you know, just a step above, I think. Yep, fine dining for the whole family, <laughs> young and old, except that chicken paste was just no it actually the baby <laughs> actually gagged not, not appealing she was dry heaving um yep chicken so paste um animator's palette that night was crush was crush night and if you're unfamiliar with it the the crush the turtle from the finding nemo movies or movie um visits the different tables and kind of interacts with the people and there's different other uh, Finding Nemo characters that are moving all around the restaurant, so it's kind of fun. On screens, not actual uh, characters. Right? Yes, they're they're on screens. And they interact with the people at the table. Yeah, it's it's a fun night. It's and the kids really enjoy it as well. So after dinner, we elected not to attend the magic show in in the Walt D- Disney Theater, and instead, I took uh, I took my son up to the pool deck. And we were able to essentially walk on the aqueduct over and over again. We we probably did it I don't know eight times in a row, and it was it was really awesome because during the day you you spend a lot of time waiting in lines for the aqueduct, and it was it was really fun to be able to just go on it over and over again. And I really enjoyed the aqueduct. I think it's a lot of fun, and um, it, it was it was nice to be able to just kind of have it have it to ourselves and it's really cool at night they have the lights on on the deck and there's lights in the slide and that's i mean i gotta think that's kind of the ideal time to ride the aqueduct and to be on the pool deck is sort of that uh, in between the main dining and the second dining time or or during second dining when uh kind of the, the majority of the kids have uh return to the state rooms or doing other things so and it really doesn't get that cold it's still warm right there. yeah so that was that was a really fun experience we were we were there weren't a lot of people up there so that was a lot of fun i was glad i was glad that we did it so we we kind of bounced around between the aqueduct and the mickey slide and um william had a lot of fun and i enjoyed watching him watching him as well the next morning uh we woke up right as we were uh, pulling into Castaway Key. And Castaway Key is obviously a, a favorite destination of ours. I don't know. Everybody <laughs> I, loves I, I Castaway guess that Key. Goes, yeah, that uh, <laughs> goes without saying. Anyone who's taken a, a Disney cruise uh, is excited about visiting Castaway Key. But we uh, we spent the morning out on the veranda, kind of just watching the sun come up and, and watching our arrival into Castaway Key. And Packed our day bags and headed uh, headed down to the Enchanted Garden, which is our usual spot for breakfast. We we like to to sit down in the in the in the restaurants and and kind of have the the wait staff bring us our drinks and they seat us and 
even though you still go up for the buffet, it's a lot less crowded and it feels less chaotic. And we just prefer that to to Cabana. So we usually have breakfast in the in one of the main dining restaurants. Once uh, once off the ship, we hopped right in line to have our pictures taken with Captain Hook and Mister Smee. And for our son, who is a is currently a big Captain Jake and the Neverland Pirates fan, uh, he was pretty excited to get his picture taken with them. Emily did okay. She, I think she was a little scared. Yeah. She clung to my arm, but she was all right. Yeah, we took a. We also took the opportunity to take a few other pictures uh, on the way out to the tram stop. There's um, a bunch of opportunities to to take some pictures with the the ship in the background so that that's always fun to do some palm trees yeah. and mount restmore and uh also on the way out to the tram stop you you pass the 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 castaway key post office and we had planned to uh send postcards to our family uh but uh we forgot or we realized we did not have their addresses and you can't just Google things so, when you're <laughs> so we couldn't uh, we couldn't send on any the island. any postcards. So if you're listening, if our family members are listening, we we definitely thought about it. So it's the <laughs> the thought that counts, right? Um, and just one thing to note: that's actually the post office on Castaway Key is the one place that actually requires cash. Um, so if you want to send a postcard, make sure you bring some cash out there because everywhere else, either on the ship or on Castaway Key, you just use your key to the world, but. Uh, you you do have to use actual cash if you want to buy postage to send anything from Castaway Key, so just just keep that in mind. Um, after we then got on the tram and headed uh, headed to the 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 second of the two family beaches, which I think is actually called Family Beach Two. Um, I think when we were looking at the map that's what it was called mm, creative yeah very creative it's the one that has has pelican plunge in it um and uh so we we put our stuff down after we were able to find a spot it was actually more crowded than i was expecting yeah if you're on a cruise uh <laughs> without kids definitely definitely take the tram over to serenity bay um we did that before we had kids and it's a different world i mean the family beaches are fun but serenity bay is very quiet, very peaceful and relaxing, and the water is clear and beautiful. And and the other, I mean, the family beach is just there's between there's families sitting between you and the water, and kids on every inch of the beach, and and it's fun. But um, if you have the opportunity to go to Serenity Bay, Serenity Bay, definitely check that out. Yeah, Serenity Bay is 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 awesome. It's a lot of fun. So we spent some time at the family beach there and then we headed over to the the snorkel lagoon and and William wanted to play on the on the uh the ropes course that's out in the water there. He really liked <laughs> swinging from the ropes and and falling in the water. He thought that was a lot of fun. Um so we bounced around there. We went to Spring of Leak, which is the the freshwater splash pad on Castaway Key, which is a nice alternative um, for for young families or for kids who have had enough of the beach and just want to do something else, and also for the kids who aren't tall enough for Pelican Plunge because there is a um, height limit. Yeah, for and, that. and the the splash pad is is cool. William really likes it, and so it was fun to spend some time there. And then of course we had lunch at Cookies too, where we got we you know just enjoyed our our typical lunch fair there i think i got a chicken sandwich you got a cheeseburger there's there's fruit and hot dogs and chips and potato salad and all kinds of different options for you there after lunch we did something that we've never done before uh we we decided to rent bikes which was one of the overall highlights of our trip i i really enjoyed it it was a lot of fun it gives you an opportunity to to see a different part of the island that you don't see if you're just walking around um and just had a lot of fun our three-year-old recently learned how to ride a two-wheeler so he was really excited and he was probably a little dangerous on the bike path for the people coming in the other direction but uh it was a lot of fun yeah you could so you could take the the bikes out um out to the observation tower and climb up it and and 
take some pictures of the ship and it's pretty cool out there and and it's not a it's not a long ride it's uh very doable yeah definitely kids. doable and, and it's not that expensive either so it's just a really fun family exercise if if you're looking to do something different and they do have um, baby seats for the back of the bikes so baby can come along i think emily was asleep before we were halfway there so yeah, we all she enjoyed herself we all enjoyed it after we got back we were really looking forward to uh getting some smoothies we had seen people walking around with the, the olaf straw cups and the sven straw cups and we were really anxious to get some smoothies so we we headed over to summertime freeze and 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 spent some time checking out the menu and William ultimately decided on the let it go smoothie and I got the ice palace which contained a fresh banana pineapple chunks mango puree and coconut water and it was delicious it was amazing don't even waste your time with the other smoothies <laughs> it, <laughs> it was, was awesome, awesome. I want to try to recreate it I think we both agreed it was one of the best smoothies that we've had and and you're you're not even a huge smoothie fan and so yeah. for you to say i didn't even get one but i ended up stealing at least half of yours yep. i couldn't give it back you sure did <laughs> um so yeah for you to say that it was really good was, was saying something so definitely had to make sure we remember that for next time and we ended up bringing two olaf cups back to the ship with us which if you're gonna do that make sure you rinse them out before you uh, pack them in your yeah. suitcases otherwise Stink you're gonna get, get home smelly sticky mess <laughs> when you get home we definitely learned that mm, firsthand not speaking from experience <laughs> <laughs> um so as we were uh finishing our smoothies we kind of just walked around and headed to the she sells seashells merchandise store just to check out the castaway key merchandise which which always has a great variety of, of castaway key branded stuff that you can't really find anywhere else um so we like to check that out and Picked up a few things. When we returned to the ship, um, I think you went on the aqueduct. I think you stood in the long lines to... Yeah, it was pretty long. <laughs> to, ...to go on the aqueduct, but it's worth it, right? Yeah. I was already in my bathing suit, so why not? It's cool to do it at Castaway Key too, because you get a view of the island as you're as you're going through the. It is really cool. The the slide there, um, and then that that night we had dinner again in Animator's Palette, and it was uh, it was Pirate Night, so the the dinner was pirate themed, and and typically when you visit Animator's Palette on the second time on a cruise, you're you're sort of accustomed to seeing the the drawn to animation. Um, portion and and for those of you who haven't been on the cruise i won't i won't ruin to that ruin that for you but i uh i was disappointed that we didn't get to experience that on this cruise but i've done it before so um i guess i'll just have to wait till next time so after dinner we went to the buena vista theater and we watched cars 3 which we both had not seen before and both really enjoyed it we yeah, thought it was a good it was movie great. and um it's fun for me to watch movies at sea. I don't know why there's something about being in a quote unquote movie theater, but being at sea. And so that's, that's fun. And, and we, we got some popcorn, uh, and, and had a nice night for the kids. And what did you learn about the popcorn? The popcorn. Um, if you keep your bucket and bring it back for another movie or, um, one of the shows, one of the nights you, um, the refills are only a dollar and, Apparently that lasts a lifetime because you can bring your bucket back on future cruises and your refills are still a dollar, but, um, we did, but that means you have to bring the bucket home with you as well. <laughs> so we did take advantage that the next night at the show, we got our refill for a dollar, but then unfortunately our suitcases were too mm. full and the bucket had to be left behind. So it was left behind. So maybe some other family got to enjoy it. Probably not though. <laughs> Both our kids actually fell asleep during the movie, so so Liz brought them back to the stateroom for bed, and I um, I joined my friend up on deck twelve for the the Pirates in the Caribbean show, and the fireworks, which is always a highlight of of the cruises for me. I I love the the fireworks at sea, and um, I just I get mesmerized by them. It's uh it's something I really enjoy watching, especially with they they're playing the Pirates of the Caribbean music and. It's a, a cool, a cool experience. 
Yep. The next day was a day at sea, and uh, it's always nice to have a day at sea kind of to end your cruise. Um, you don't feel like you have anything that you need to do. You don't have an agenda. So we we kind of just had a, a lazy morning, or as, as lazy as uh, the kids would allow us to be. And then, uh, and then headed down to our typical breakfast spot in, at uh, Enchanted Garden, and it's like I said before, it's much more crowded <laughs> during the day at sea. Uh, the buffet lines are a lot longer, so we had to um, share time watching the kids while the other went up and made our plates. Um, we didn't have to wait for a table, but the buffet line definitely was right. doubled up. And um, but they actually, which was nice, they had a. Uh, servers while you're standing in line they had servers with trays of <laughs> donuts and pastries walking up and down so you didn't you didn't have to be hungry waiting in line right so after breakfast for the rest of the day we just rotated our time between nemo's reef the mickey pool the awkward duck and and the mickey slide and, and sprinkled lunch in there as well so um that was fun and then another highlight for me is and i think you missed this the dirt during the the sea days they they typically or the captain typically plays the the full playlist of the disney themed horns which mm. i always love hearing i always like to go up on on deck 12 and and kind of get a position between the 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 smokestacks and uh and just listen to all the horns oh i definitely miss that yeah. i was i was napping with emily oh, that's right. but um yeah it's a lot of fun oh, I, I love that too yeah so after we had uh, kind of exhausted ourselves on the pool decks, we changed into dry clothes to uh, to make one final visit to the merchandise shops because you definitely want to beat the massive crowds that show up <laughs> during the night shows on the last nights. So if you want anything, the, the best time to, to visit the merchandise shops is definitely before the final night. And after, so I, after we visited the the merchandise shops, we we went down and uh, and signed up to solve the case of the missing puppies <laughs> at the midship detective agency uh, outside of Enchanted Garden. And we uh, we got almost to the end, but we cut it short because we had to go back to the room and to the stateroom and get some packing done. Well, if you've never seen that before, it's a uh basically live paintings throughout the ship and you see them all week long and the first time we saw it, we didn't know what it was it's just these framed paintings on the walls of the ship that kind of move um but you can sign up to be a detective and you pick what which mystery you want we picked finding the missing 101 dalmatians and it um you hold your badge up to the pictures and it um gives you different clues to what picture you should go to next and how to find puppies and it has you running all over the the ship looking for the different paintings. Yeah, and ultimately there's a case you're trying to solve. Um, so you're writing down clues in your in your detective notebook. And uh, we convinced our son that we had solved the case even though we hadn't yet because we had to get back to the room to, <laughs> to, to, to do some packing. We found a few of the puppies. He we was happy did, with yes. that. Yeah, he was happy. And so packing to return home is definitely the worst part of any vacation, um, especially if you're the dowers and you you tend to acquire a a lot of additional baggage <laughs> during your disney vacations not to mention you're depressed because you don't want <laughs> right, to be leaving right it's a it's a it's a rough it's a rough time and uh it's always a challenge to pack for the airplanes although we've become pretty accustomed to being able to estimate within like the half pound of we are pretty good <laughs> how much we had one bag we're allowed to bring on the plane one bag was exactly 50 and one was 48 pounds yeah yep. good thing we left the the popcorn bucket behind because <laughs> that would have put us right over um <laughs> so we uh we got mostly packed and then headed to our final dinner at uh at enchanted garden and uh once once dinner was over we returned to the room to finish packing and uh, I, I made a trip to the laundry room to, to dry our bathing suits, uh, which were still wet from the, the day, visiting the pools. And um, that's, ni that's a nice nice thing to have, just to be able to um, go and, and dry off your, your clothes or do some laundry before you, you pack up. Although it does, I think it cost me $2, I think, to do the the uh, to dry the clothes and probably another $2 to do a, a 
to wash a load. So just keep that in mind. Um, and then that evening was, uh, we, we were planning on going to the, the show, which was, um, Disney believe, but, uh, William wasn't feeling too well. So I, I stayed back in the, the state room with the kids and, um, you went to the show. I think that was the night he couldn't decide on a dessert. So the waiter brought him like three desserts and <laughs> he did not, did not feel well that night. So yeah, I went with our friends to the believe show, which is great. Another one full of um, Disney sing-along classics. Yeah, that's that's a that's another another good one as well. Um, I I stayed back and and just spent the evening on the veranda, and I think you joined me when once you got back from the show mm-hmm. and kind of stayed out there as long as we could, trying to kind of being uh, ignorant to the fact that we had to get off the next day, trying to soak up every cope, last cope minute. with our depression. So the the next morning, of course, was debarkation, and we we typically try to reserve our flights sort of later in the day or later in the afternoon, so that we can take our time getting off the ship. And um, we typically get the the character luggage tags that we attach to the luggage and set set them outside our door, um, and then pick them up once we get um, once we get get off the ship. But we elected to do the express walk off this time which uh we had never done before um but all you got to do is um carry your your bags off with you which actually was kind of nice i i didn't mind doing that and um so from the time we left our stateroom to the time we were boarding the 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 disney cruise line ground transfers was probably only like 30 minutes um and that included going through customs um which we did not have to fill out a customs form for so that um, definitely expedited things and made it made it pretty seamless so um anything else you got anything else to to add i think that's everything yeah so uh i think that pretty much covers our uh our our four night bahamian cruise as a reminder you can connect with the show by following along on twitter at the dcl dude and uh, feel free to ask a question or, or leave a comment or share the podcast with, with your followers. And I'd also be very grateful if you uh, could rate the show on iTunes and, and leave some feedback. And, uh, of course, if there's anything I can do to improve your, your listening experience, please, uh, please let me know. Thanks so much for listening. Bye.